we begin again. Allow me, if you will, to take you on a journey to a town that may resemble your own. This town, though, nestled in between mountains found in the Pacific Northwest, is not real. You won't find it on any maps. No stories or picture books of its pristine landscape and charm. For the sake of this story, it's an amalgamation of all small, friendly towns that defined America before the all-consuming expansion of the information age. A Springfield. Except that it's not. It's Kolok. For reasons that you may one day discover. I am your tour guide. Your unreliable narrator. Game master, if you like. Your chauffeur on the cerebral highway. You, podcast listeners, are my passengers. This show is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hyperrpg and encourages viewership participation. Members of the audience, passengers, make up the town of Kolok and its surrounding areas. So please, buckle up and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Kolak, America's heart. Life is generally easy in Kolak. The spirit of our small town is built around enjoying life, despite our technological empire. Kolak is like Paris. Art, music, and treasures of life are not just incidental. They are central to the spirit of our little town. This is a special gift for visitors and those who live in our vast green valley. Kolak's natural beauty can be thanked to the peaks that tower over us in our four corners, shielding us from the elements. Spend the day at Crater Lake, fed by the ever-flowing Riley River. America's heart. Enjoy our historic Main Street, or take a tour of our world-famous Shepherd's Winery. My favorite. Kolok prides itself in being a world leader in renewable energy and advanced medicine. All thanks to our most famous attraction, Synchroneity Tech. Many new families find their home in Kolok. Brought in to fill one of the country's most exciting genetic research facilities, many open roles. <laughs> Science is at the very soul of Kolok, unlike anywhere else in the world. Gated by nature itself. You found yourself back at the start. Before we begin, let's check on the mental well-being of our passengers here at the table. Ask them to share their most private and intimate moments by reading out of their personal journals. Unless, of course, you're... Mallory Jenkins, and you will be reading from your homework assignment from your therapist. Why don't we start with you? I uh, had a strange dream. It was really weird. It uh, started with us all in some weird government facility. I saw a bucket and a bucket of water. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but we teleported somewhere and all of a sudden we were naked you know it was one of those dreams where like you're naked all of a sudden and you don't know why but it's kind of normal for some reason then in the dream we went to sleep and it was like we're in a different dream all of a sudden it was kind of all over the place 
I was Tibby, but I was also myself. Then a couple times I really was myself. It was weird. It, I was, it's like I was forcing myself in somehow. There's this evil guy trying to kill Tibby, but I saved him. I think. I'm, uh, kind of scared, Mrs. Peg. Um, is this what being crazy feels like? Because I kind of feel like I don't know what's real right now. I mean, I, I know it was a dream, but this past month has kind of felt like one long nightmare, if I'm being completely honest. If I'm crazy, is there, like, can I, like, take something to uncrazy myself? Maybe I just need to sleep more, too. Thank you, Mallory Jenkins. And Beth Pegg, would you like to share? Well, last night was weird. I mean, even outside of the group nudity and almost dying at the hands of dozens of soldiers with rifles in an underground facility, like, usually my dreams are less vivid, more about my aspirations along the lines of, like, heading a concert or being a superhero. I've never dreamt about other people, and even so, I've never felt it quite like I did last night. I've never recognized the people I dream about. I barely even remember them, actually. It just felt... Honestly, it felt more like I was dreaming as Tibby. Going through his nightmares, his dreams. Which... What if it wasn't just a dream? I mean, the doctor was there. The one from the mental hospital. From what Tibby kept calling the Black Rock. Which, furthermore, is coincidentally the reason Tibby wanted to avoid sleeping in the first place. So I guess that worries me. Did we make the right decision, putting him to sleep against his will? From what I can remember, it started out really nightmarish, but in the end, I mean, Tibby was smiling. He seemed happy. For the first time in a really long time. So, if, if that was all real, maybe it was the right decision. Like, if that was the end of the dream, where I left off, I think Tibby could finally be out of this painful and broken state he's been in. And if that's true, I'm really glad we did it. He deserves the relief, and I'm thankful we could bring it to him. Because, I mean, that's what friends for, right? Thank you, Ambeth Peng. Laura Bennett, please share. Why did I wake up crying. What was the dream? I barely remember. It doesn't matter. Tibby was so out of it. I had to do something. I had to do something. Look, I know putting sleeping pills in his tea was really shitty, and I will apologize a ton, but maybe he won't even be mad, because he'll be well-rested and less homicidal. He needs sleep. Everything's better after a good night's sleep. And I'll apologize and it'll be fine. Wait, where did he go? He was right here when I drifted off. Thank you, Laura Bennett. Billy Baker. You know how when you have a really bad dream with people you care about in it, and you wake up, and even though you know it's rational, you just want to make sure they're okay? 
I kind of want to give Tibby a call, but I know it'd be dumb too. Dreams are weird. They mean so much to you in the moment. They make you feel so many things, but then you wake up and they all just fade away real quick. You realize none of it mattered, so it all just kind of escapes you. Some people like to talk about what dreams mean and stuff. I never really thought they had any deep meaning. Just kind of leftover thoughts with vivid images and just to keep your brain occupied while it resets. So I'll try not to make it weird around Tibby today. He's going through a lot already, so he just needs some normalcy. Thank you, Billy Baker. Mickey Jones, can you share? What is my dad doing working for people like that again? I thought he got out. And when we drove home, he was in complete silence. He wouldn't answer any of my questions. I guess since he's not sober anymore, he doesn't care about making an honest living either. But then again, when have I? Honest. Not usually something I'm good at. It hasn't really paid off for me. People believe what they want to believe, and it doesn't matter what you tell them. But I was honest with Skye, and she forgave me. Why? I was cruel to her. I yelled at her, and I blamed her, no matter how much I knew it wasn't her fault. And I cost her her arm. But I guess if anyone else was going to understand that sometimes people get hurt, when you're trying to protect something bigger. It would be Sky, And that's what's kept me alive. These guys wouldn't understand that. And that's what sets me apart from them. At some point, they'll learn. Sometimes you have to be the one to make the tough decisions. I just hope they see it doesn't make me the bad guy. Because I will make the tough decisions, and I'll do what it takes to protect what's important to me. Thank you. Mickey Jones. Let's begin with Act One. begin again. August 27th, 7 a.m. The home or apartment of Mickey Jones. Not long ago, this apartment was filled with noise, movement, the occasional laughter. It felt good to have people here again, but a lot of this would be unknown to Mickey. The Mickey from another time, another place. She's only really ever known her father this way. Her most vivid memories of him, just like this. But him like this is still better than the alternative that she also knows so well, which is no him at all. She didn't sleep last night. Trying to piece everything together, 
find her place in this mess that she must now call home. But she is startled or awoken again from her deep stare into nothing by the sound of her father finally waking back up and making his way towards her room. She hears a slight knock on the door. Yeah? Hey, uh, Mickey? Hey. Uh, you get much sleep? No. No, I, I didn't. Um. Dad, are I, we gonna talk about last night? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm ready to do that. Um. I, I got so startled I didn't think to ask. Or I did, but didn't think to demand an answer. What the fuck were you doing there? What were you doing there? W- work. Alright, trying happened? to survive. What happened to the movie theater? Last I heard you were, you were still... I, I haven't been there. And I... I called in sick, but... Yeah, yeah, I know you weren't there. Um... Doesn't pay enough, you know, to... Keep food on the plate and... You know, it's, it's just not a good use of my skills. And what, what skills are you using there? What even is that place? How did you end up getting work there again? A lot of people that used to work for Synchronity after the mass layoffs... Well, they work there now, and, you know, a couple people I did right by put in the good word for me. Do you know what they do? It's a do? much higher paying job. If you needed more money, you could have talked to me. I could have picked up more hours... I could always get another job. We could have figured it out. Look, I'm not a high school kid. Mickey, I'm your father. All right? And and your mom's gone. And she took your sister with her. And, you know, I I still have to pay child support. Working in a movie theater doesn't... It doesn't do it. It's funny. You're supposed to be the father. But it feels like I'm the one taking care of you most of the time. It's not fair. How? Yeah, it's not fair. Where'd my childhood go, Dad? I don't know, know, Mickey, where have you been lately? You're never here. Part of the reason your mom and I fought a lot lately was she wanted to know where you went at night. You're saying it's my fault? No. I'm saying we don't know who you are anymore. Well, maybe it's because you haven't been around to get to know me. You waste your waking hours in a bottle. And you were good for a while. How come when Mom left, I had to go back to this? You know, we could have talked about it. We could have worked it out together like a family. That's all I ever wanted. We're talking now. Do you know what they do there? Or do they keep you in the dark and that's why they give you a big paycheck? It's not my job to ask questions to do what I'm told. But if you had the answers and you didn't like them, would you still work there? It's not that easy, Mickey. No, it never is. It's it's just not. There's hardly any work in this town anymore. 
The flood's destroyed half of downtown now, and... So what do they have you do? Are you doing security again? In a way, yeah. Well, thanks Protecting for... Protecting their assets. Thanks for not ratting me and my friends out. I'm sure there'll be questions. I've got to get in there and try to scrub the security footage, because I'm sure you're on it. Apparently, something big happened there last night, and they're freaking out. They called me in early, so I've got to go back soon. You you know that what that wasn't us, right? Why would I assume it was you? I, I, I don't know. I just... I mean, you know, maybe all that commotion, no one's even going to be looking for anything else on those tapes. I think if a giant piece of our most valuable equipment is destroyed by what they called terrorists, uh, they're going to be reviewing all footage and all leads that could possibly find what the issue was. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing what you can. If I go in and find out, you did have something to do with it. Which, if you did, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. And I'm going to have to find a way to... I'm going to have to find a way to... Cover it up, Mickey. It, it, it's, it's best to tell me now. I don't know what I'm walking into. All that you'll see is me and Billy in lap coats trying to blend in to figure out what they were doing. We wanted to know what this whole place was about just as much as anyone else. But that's it. So you, you snuck into a... a private facility to just find out what was going on. To be fair, they should have better security. Feels like a jab at me. You know, most of that facilities underground, we haven't had to deal too much with people getting in. But these are these are bad people. Oh, you know that. Yeah, I know that. And the government's involved, and it's. It's a lot bigger than you and I. We won't go back. We'll stop poking around. You won't see any more of us on those tapes. Okay. Good. Good. Um, and I can start working again at the theater to help. You don't have to do that. The job, job's paying well enough. You can just keep enjoying your last years of high school. As long as I can keep it. I didn't tell your mom you were sneaking out to stay at that Tibby boy's house, by the way. You, you knew about that? Look, Mickey, my job is to find people. I'm good at it. So when my daughter starts sneaking out at night, I want to know with who and why, but... 
If it had to be anybody, at least it's that kid. He's harmless, so. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think I'll be sneaking out to see him anymore. We decided just to be friends. I mean, that's even better. I, you know, I... You don't I mean, have to look so excited, Dad. Sorry. I'm, I, what I meant to say was, uh... It'll be good to have you around again. Will you be around? Uh, off and on hours. Uh, you know, when you get off of school, I should be... It's the night shift. Um... What about weekends? For now, we'll see what it's like once I get in and the security gets heightened, but I don't know what to expect. I get it. While you were there, apparently it it all went to hell, so any irregular stuff that was going on is going to want to be dove into. I just really hope that your face didn't show up on camera. I'm sorry I made your job harder for you. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. How about we start telling each other stuff? Okay. Yeah. Um. I miss your mom. I didn't think it was going to last very long, but... You know, when she comes back, she's just trying to fix you every time. I don't think you should keep letting her in. Yeah, maybe I need it. You know, Dad, I've been trying to help you. Yeah. miss them too. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I know you gotta leave for school soon, so. Yeah, my friends are gonna meet me here, but you can go ahead and head out. I'll lock up. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about this. When you're home. Yeah. Thanks, Mickey. I'll see you later, Dad. All right. Mickey Jones, you hear as your father walks towards the front of the apartment, opens and closes the door, and you're left with the same silence that was there just before, that conversation, and the realization that in a lot of ways you are truly alone. But we go now to the other side of town, the home of Mallory Jenkins. Mel, are you awake to the sound of Imbeth Pegg in the kitchen calling out? Hey, Mallory, um, can someone check on Tibby? I had the weirdest dream last night. Yeah, me too. She uh, doesn't hear you respond, but you mumble this just yourself, to yourself as you stand up. And upon standing and rustling around, it awakens... Laura Bennett. Hey. What time is it? 
necessarily. As you look around this room, you too, reminiscing over this thought of this dream that you had. Strange that M would bring it up. You also feel this deep need to make sure Tibby's okay. But as you look around to the place that you last saw him, next to Laura Bennett, well, he's not there. Have you seen Tibby? What? No, he was here. Maybe he walked. Maybe he's in the bathroom. I go like Tibby. I go like knock on the bathroom door. The door swings open. For a moment, you wonder, oh, maybe he just slid butt naked through the water again. But there's no water in the tub. There's nothing. It's just a dark and empty room. He's not in here. The calling out for Tibby awakes Billy Baker. What? Uh, Is Tibby up there with you? No. Okay. No. Does anybody want to make breakfast? What? No, not your fucking mom. Billy calls down from the second floor of Mallory's home. Often he takes one of the extra guest bedrooms for himself. But as Billy awakes and starts to walk around, he too feels this underlying need to look for Tibby. Now, M, you've come across this note and the tie and the memories that are held within. A memory of your own death from the perspective of another. It's a lot to take in. So much so that the thought of Tibby still fresh. That dream mixing with the reality of your own memory. The trauma and the pain of it all just becoming one giant shit sandwich for you. It's a lot. So much so that you don't even realize your friends are now walking around the house calling out for Tibby. In a lot of ways, the world's gone silent for you in that moment. Tibby! I'm gonna, like, open my dad's office and look in there. Again. An empty room of memories, but not your friend. I want to check in the backyard just in case he, like, started sleepwalking because of the pills. You walk through the kitchen towards the back door where you see M is standing motionless at the kitchen counter holding a tie. M? You, you good? What's that? Uh, Sky, uh, Sky left it for me. Um, have you, have you found Tibby? Uh, no, I'm gonna check in the yard really quick. I don't know, maybe... He's been naked in the backyard before. As you open the door to the cold air and the rain, you see nothing. And as you look, there's this sinking feeling. You want to look, you want to find him, but there's a part of you that feels like you already know where he is. I'm gonna walk into the kitchen. I can't. 
find him anywhere. I don't. I haven't seen him. Billy Baker now walks into the kitchen as well. Yeah, he's not upstairs. He's probably home. Maybe he left early before we woke up. I don't know. I had a, uh, I had a really weird dream. Me too. That was his mom, I think. Yeah, you were his mom. Wait. How'd you know that? What? And then everyone was like praising me, but I was kind of him. I don't remember that part specifically, but okay. I like came to see you. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you were daddy. What? What? You sure you guys didn't do drugs yesterday? No. no. Billy Baker, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of five. Seven. You're a little confused by what they say, but... That thought as they describe it to you, it's there. Like a distant memory of your own, as if you all watched the same movie. And they're recalling scenes that you saw, you just interpreted them differently. But it was the same movie, nonetheless. There's this other weird part where he was, like, making clones of himself. And then we threw him, like, a parade. I remember that. We threw him a funeral. It wasn't a... Wait, you remember it, too? You guys don't remember that part? I was like a... It was a dream, though. Yeah. Fuck. But it was vivid. Uh-huh. It can't be a dream if we all saw it. I've heard of that before. I was like a, like a group... Like... Like you sync up? Yeah. I, I think. Similar... Like, it's... Remember when we were in the mental hospital? I'm gonna walk outside into the rain and just start screaming for Tibby. You do. And your screams go unanswered. I'll, uh, I'll go over to the phone and try to call his house. The phone rings. And rings. And Tibby's very tired mother, who just got home from her night shift nearly a couple hours ago, picks up. Uh, hello? Uh, hi, is Tibby there? Billy? Yeah. Uh, no, is he with you? I didn't see him when I came home this morning. I figured he was with you. Uh, no, he's not. W what do you mean? Uh, gotta go. He's not home. Huh. He, he's gotta be around. I mean, he's gotta be around here somewhere, right? You don't just disappear. No. He can't just disappear. He's I, not very fast either. No. The phone rings. I'll pick it up. I picked up first. <laughs> Hello? Bill, Billy. Yeah. Billy, where? You can't just hang up on me like that. What? Oh. So you're at Mallory's? Yeah. I just yeah. called your house. Yeah, I'm at Mallory's. Uh, but we're, um, Tibby, I think he went for a morning walk. We're going to go find him real quick. Oh, okay. Do he was just here. Don't worry. Billy, what's going on? Tibby went for a morning walk, and we're going to go, go, go Billy, find I can him. tell when you're lying. I hang up. 
The phone immediately starts to ring again. I'll grab it this time. Hello? Uh, Billy, listen to me, you little son of a no, bitch. No, no, no. Sorry, this is Mallory. But I don't know why Billy's acting weird. Tibby, he he was he was up really late, and then, I don't know, we were up late too, and we all kind of slept in. When we woke up, he left us a note that Billy didn't see. He said he was going for a walk, so he'll... Oh, here's the note. I found it. Roll your charm for me. Difficulty of six. Two. You have three tokens available. Can Billy he... could help. Yeah. Mm, how many do I have? Five. Mm. I'll use three if you use one. All right, I'll use one. Okay, sell me on it. Yeah, so he left a note. He I said, fa- "Oh, I found the note. Thanks, Mallory." He said he said he he just needed some time to himself. He's going for a walk and and he'll be back in twenty minutes. I don't know when when he left the note, but he's not back right now. But I'm okay. sure he'll well, be fine. When you see him, tell him to call home. I'll, as soon as he he gets here, okay. I'll tell him. Yep. As soon as he gets here, I'll tell him to call you. Thank you. She hangs up the phone. Does anyone know Mickey's number? Uh. I mean. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The last place I could think he would be would be going to Mickey's. Either like make things better or. Just see her. Yeah, I, I know her number. I want to dial Mickey's number. Billy Baker picks up the phone and immediately dials Mickey Jones. The silence, Mickey, that you're currently sitting in is abruptly interrupted by the ringing phone. I answered. Hello? Hey. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, is, is, is Tibby there? No, why would he be here? Was he I not with you? No, he's not with us. He sh- should have been at Mallory's house. No, he's not here. We're, we're all here. We woke up and Tibby was gone. Okay. Uh, did you have a weird dream about Tibby last night? No. You having dreams about Tibby? Not like that. Mickey didn't have a dream about Tibby. Huh. That's weird. Hey, if you lost him, I think we should probably go look for him. Why don't you guys come meet me at my place? No, but that doesn't make sense. Mickey was in the dream. Uh, we'll give you a call back soon. Okay, well... Okay, bye. Why is she in the dream? She's the only one that doesn't remember the dream. Do you guys remember Mickey in the dream? Yeah. You also remember from that dream in Beth Peg? That moment. Where you were trying to say something, trying to speak. But some other being, some other creature overtook you. And it was in that moment, as that creature's life was being strangled out of you. That you saw Tibby share a moment with Mickey. A moment that Tibby wanted. You realize that wasn't the Mickey that's here. It was the Mickey who's gone. I mean, you're right, Mallory. But it wasn't our Mickey. Like the one that's here right now. It was our Mickey. The one that we lost. What? They you sh- mean... They shared a... The other Mickey that a really that I don't know very well? Yeah. They, they like, had a moment, and then I woke up, and it was, like, it felt really happy. But then why was I there? I could see it. Huh. Why not her? I don't know. I'm gonna come back in from outside. He said that something was going to happen to him if he fell asleep. Like, what if something happened to him if he fell asleep? You don't just, you don't just die from sleeping. That's not a thing. Just, yeah, that's what I fucking thought. And then we all had a fucking dream about him. 
It's look, everyone. We need to calm down. He's fine. He's somewhere. You don't just disappear. He's, he's somewhere. So we just have to find where that is. Beth Peg, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of five. Ten. There's one person in the room who remembers things so vividly. M knows deep down what she felt, what she saw. I think he's gone. Nah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, like clearly he's not here. We all but saw we the just... same thing. We saw the same thing in the hospital. We went to the Black Rock. He went to the Black Rock when he slept. What is the Black yeah, Rock, though? That doesn't mean anything. That's not like a place. That's just like an idea in his head, right? But... Look... I don't know how to explain it, but he's gone. No, we've all been through a lot, okay? It's been weird, and he's, he's fine. He's somewhere, okay? You don't just disappear. People don't just disappear. I know you have a feeling, but, like, we all feel bad right now. It's a weird dream. You he have weird dreams. He didn't want to be somewhere, Mallory. How do you guys not remember this? I remember him telling me to look out for Billy and Mallory. I think he knew. I remember pushing so hard to get through it. I never could. What if, alright. What if, like, everyone just relax. What if we just go, let's just go to Mickey's. We'll probably find him on the way or something. Why would Mickey, he... Mickey can look for people, right? Yeah. Why don't we go get Mickey and she can look for him? That's... I just don't think he's here. That's fine. Let's let's I go. Agree. That's a good idea. Let's go. As Laura says, let's go. She finally removes her arm that she's her hand from her arm that she's been clutching. It hurts. As she pulls back her sleeve. She can see that with her own fingernails, she scratched the word into her forearm together. Huh? What the? Why did? Why did you do that? I like immediately go into the sink and start finding like some first aid stuff. Wait, no, we said that okay. in the dream. Do you guys remember? It's we very were like fuzzy stuttering. To me. We were like repeating words. I'm not even sure that we had the same dream. Okay. It was like. Dabbing like some rubbing alcohol. On what do you else. remember? This is gonna sting. I like rub it on there. I would. Thank you. Not much. Just like a bunch of different places. And I just like give you some. Gauze. At one point, I mean, it wasn't me, but I was like watching me just like beat the shit out of Tibby. And you do you remember? It wasn't Laura me. Was his mom? And we were. Mallory was him, with the cult. I don't know. And then we were all Mickey's and. An, Orchard and, and like, oh, you yeah. guys don't remember all this. No, I, it's kind of fuzzy. No, I remember that. We I, were all repeating words. Dreams are just dreams, okay? Dreams don't make things happen. What if the dream was the thing happening? Uh, like we were just in some like other dimension, like his dream dimension or something. What if we were in the fucking Black Rock? He was so afraid of that. I didn't believe him because I thought he was just crazy. Because he hadn't slept, but... I don't, I don't know. I can't... Well, then let's go fucking talk to Mickey. I don't know why we're still in here. And I'm just going to stomp through the rest of the house and go sit passenger 
side of the car. So you go where? I'm going to go out the front door and then go As get- you go out the front door, there's a person standing there with an umbrella, as if she was waiting for you. It's your friend Tilly. Only you see her at this moment as the door closes behind you. Fuck! Baby, what's wrong? Why are you crying? Uh, uh, nothing. I just had like a weird, like a weird dream. It's nothing. Hi. Aww. It's so good to see you. Come here. And I just slightly rub her tears off. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Thanks. Sorry. I just, I think I just think about dreams too much. Like I don't know. I just very sensitive. Don't tell the others. So good to see you. Your secret's safe with me. Oh Don't my God. you worry, Laura. I'm gonna like open the door to the front <laughs> porch and be like, "Look, it's you. Just you have to relax. It's fine. There's a." Oh, hey. Hi, Mallory. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing. You wanna know how I'm, I'm doing? Yeah, good. right. No, tell me how you're really doing. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, I was. Okay, we've been a real stressed out because yeah. we had this like group dream a second ago, but yeah. I'm like feeling a lot better. I'll hold our umbrella for you. Thank you so much, Laura. Yeah. Were you uh, on your way out, or? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think, think we're... we were going. We're, we were going somewhere, but it doesn't super matter. Don't worry about Did it. Did you want to come with us? Yeah. And she takes Mallory's hand and says, "There's nothing I'd rather do more." Em's <laughs> uh, gonna call out from the kitchen. <laughs> Guys, we need to remember these words. It's something like our bond. Do you remember any of the other words? And I'm going to walk out into the front porch and see Tilly. So you do? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi, Em. <laughs> oh, let me just put this away. Hi, how are you? Can I just say you look especially radiant today? Oh, thank you. I did have a... I, I would say it was a good night's sleep. You did? Yeah, a oh, little bit. It suits you. You it's should like a do full it night. often. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, I think we were just about to head out. Did you, yeah. did you want to oh. come with us? Yeah, of course. I think we were going to uh, get Mickey for, I guess, hang out. Yeah, it's what we do. We're just going to hang out, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I would love to see Mickey. Billy! Billy, Tilly's here. Tilly? Yeah, just come out, dude. I'll walk outside. Oh, hey, Tilly. Hi, Billy. Good to see you. We were just about to go hang out with Mickey. Do you want to join us? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. That's such a good idea, Tilly. Ugh. You should know, Laura. You thought of it. Oh, my God. Thank you. Ugh. God, it's just... You, but I, I was the first so one much to think better. of it. You know what's so though. rude of me? Really? You know what's yeah. so rude of me is I didn't o- I didn't offer to hold the umbrella, oh, no, so I, I got, got it. it. I've super got. But I've I can, super got it. No, but I can. It's like chivalrous and no, stuff, I so I'll hold it. But like I've super, I fucking got. I got Do you it. like my tie? No, but I. I fucking I was just got it. About Mallory. to say, where did you get it? Oh, it was just a gift from a friend. Do you want to wear it? I don't mind. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think it would look great on you. Only if you put it on me. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um. No, it's great. It looks so oh good on gosh, her. Oh my gosh, it looks so good on you. you That's right? actually you perfect. Yeah. It's actually perfect. You don't have to. I don't know a lot about fashion, but it looks so good. Yeah. You were right. Thank you. Yeah. And T- she's just going to kind of put her arm around them a little bit. What were you going to say, Mallory? I was I was going to say I can hold if and she's got the umbrella, but if you have anything else you need held, I'm pretty strong, so I could hold it for you. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Mallory starts doing push-ups. <laughs> How many push-ups can you do, Mallory? I don't know. I Not just, that many. I don't. I don't feel like stopping right now. 
I bet you could do more, Laura. I super could, and I throw the umbrella <laughs> up and start doing push-ups. Both of you roll your brawn. I bet I could do more. Chris. Roll your brawn. <laughs> oh, God. It's <laughs> so bad. Wait, grit, right? Brawn. Oh, brawn. Get, get out of here with your grit. Uh, I want to roll my grit. Get out. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you guys roll? Got a three. I rolled a one. I rolled a six on a d4. Okay, well, how many tokens do I have? You have four tokens available. Yeah, I'm going to use my tokens. How many tokens do I have? Let I'd like me, to just best her. Let me subtract these before I answer. You have four. I would like to just best I'd like to request her. a reroll because I rolled a grit, a really good grit roll, and then I rolled a really bad brawn Whatever, roll. I rolled, like, a skull on the outside, and then I rolled on the inside, so, like, you just suck at push-ups and just let it happen, Mallory. Mallory and Laura start to slow and get tired, but... M just keeps pushing through all as Billy watches while the rest haven't realized that Billy now is having a deep conversation with Tilly as she seems a little uninterested in their push-ups. Is Tilly uh, short for anything? I'm Matilda. Thank you so much for Matilda. asking, Billy. I like Tilly better because it rhymes with Billy. I was going to say I've always thought that about us. Our names go together so well. Yeah. If Tibby were here, it'd be like we were the combination of both of them. He's not here and that's okay. Yeah, but like too much of one thing is not like good, you know? Exactly. I think two is just right. I want to get up and be like, 100. <laughs> Don't lie. That was crazy how fast I did that. I just want to point that out. He does everything too quickly. Uh, by the way, I saw him naked. Mere, mere hours ago. Mm. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Not I something you want to, like, seek out. What yeah. do you... Before we move too far from this, is that the extent of the deep conversation you had? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just making sure. No, please continue. I was just thinking. I mean, we probably should head out and go get Mickey. Yeah, but yeah. We're, we're looking for our friend. Well, you know, I had some ideas for what we could... Do if what? your schedule's free today. What's your idea? Yeah, what's your idea? Well, you know, I was thinking, um, the stonemasons were telling me that they found one of those weird, uh, you know, symbol things down uh, at the, uh, the sawmill. I don't know. I was just thinking maybe we could go we check it out. We should probably go right? check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Which one? Okay, yeah, let's. Yeah, absolutely. We should go. Oh Do God. you want to? Yeah, of course. You in? Uh, if, if you want me to. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just thinking it might be fun for us to all. Do you. Do you think we should get Mickey first, or we could like wait till afterward, or do you, we should go first? Whichever you think is best, I think is probably best. Let's go get Mickey. Oh, that's a good oh idea. That's such, such a good, good idea. idea. Mallory quickly runs to the car, hops in the driver's seat, and starts it up. Shotgun. Absolutely not. I'm going to race Billy to the shotgun. I'm sitting next really? to Tilly. Oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> I'm no, like, Tilly. No. It's actually Tilly gets shotgun, so. No, no, you no, can that's what I was going to say. I called it. Rules of shotgun. Shotgun gets it, and I would like to give it to Tilly. Well, the rules of my car say that Tilly just gets it without anything. That your you car has okay. never had the rules of before. shotgun. Supersede the rules of I your car. I control the flamethrower. I'm going to pick the umbrella which, back the up way, and offer my arm to like escort Tilly to the car so she doesn't get wet. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I was a little worried about that. Yeah, no, I would never let anything happen to you. You are so, so considerate of others. Well, thank you. That's so why I like, roll the window the down real quick and be like, what do you think of my the paint job of the car? Oh, what was that? Em, you were just telling me something? Uh, I just want to clarify a thing. He has, like, an old station wagon. Well, it's not really old anymore. But it's uh, got a middle seat in the front as well. It is, oh, a, is bench it a bench seat. Do you mind if I sit next to you in the front? I would love that. Uh, I mean, you didn't want to sit next to Mallory, did you? 
Oh, whatever you would prefer. I'd just love to sit next to you. Thank you. So she allows you to sit in the middle next to Mallory and her on the outside. Cool. I just want to like completely turn away from Mallory. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time I'm like really grumpy that she got in the middle. I'm going to sit behind Mallory so I can see Tilly. Is there a problem, Mallory? Uh, No, everything's good. Um, It's great. You just seem a little bothered. I just think maybe you should voice what you're feeling if something's well, upsetting you. Yeah, don't hold your feelings well, in. You're right, um, yeah, and I should be more open. I'm sorry. What do you? What's your problem? Can you drive though? I'm like, just. I like, we're not gonna make Tilly fine. Wait in I here. Put, and I put it in a gear, and I'm like, I just, I thought I, I have a really cool paint job, and I thought that maybe you'd notice. The last time we were in this car, we had to fight off a bunch of, like, these clone guys because they were trying to break into the car. Oh, that's what traveler. Yeah, I remember. That's when you used your power instead of, like, going with all of us because you're impulsive. But I used my power, and I saved us from getting attacked by all these people. Well, no. Like, you're the reason that we were all surprised all of a sudden that, like, time time blinked forward, and there were a bunch of... And we all had to clean them up, and I was, like, I was killing them with the car. It It was amazing. Her and, and then her girlfriend, she has a girlfriend, by oh, the yeah. way. She does have a not girlfriend. Her girlfriend no, she actually nice. killed a guy. Yeah, it was not for at least was, another 30 And she years. supported him. Nice. Yeah. She supported him when he killed a yeah. guy. She's in a she long distance relationship, but that's still really valid because, like. No, you see, we broke up and then I sent her to the future 30 years. So remember. I'll be there. Uh, I don't remember you guys breaking up. No, we I broke up. I don't see him happening. Yep, totally single right now. I. It's really shady. Tilly is more than a rebound, and I feel like you should just like respect that. That's oh, I so would have rebounded with someone else. Tilly deserves more than that, yeah. The car arrives at the apartment of Mickey Jones. The drive went by and away without you even noticing. Like you were just piloting the car, though your mind was elsewhere. Tilly stays in the car with M and Mallory in the front. As Billy and Laura run up to retrieve Mickey. I'm still holding the umbrella. I don't know why. It was just like a force of habit. You really think Tibby's gone? (sighs) Fuck. Fuck. She tries with all of her might to remember Tibby's gone. She knows that Tibby is. She recognizes that Tibby is no longer here, and that it's of great concern to her, but that concern seems small, pointless, in the presence of Tilly, and whatever it is Tilly desires, and right now Tilly desires getting Mickey. I mean, we'll figure out whatever Tibby's deal is, but uh, we need Mickey. We need Mickey. Tilly needs Mickey. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to, like, pound on the door. Hey, I want to pull them both in and slam the door behind them. What took you guys so long? What the fuck? What's wrong? He called me on the phone saying that Tibby's missing, and then he hung up on me. Yeah, dude. It's fine, though. Come on. Tilly's waiting. You have to... Let's go. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? It's fine. We, did you find it? Tilly's waiting, and I don't want to make Tilly wait, and she was really nice to let me borrow the umbrella to, like, get... So, like, wear, put your shoes on. We gotta go. Okay, but did you find him? No. No? No. no. How many tokens do I have? Mickey, you have three tokens available. I would like to use three tokens to locate Tibby Devon. Okay. You locate nothing. You reach out. You 
ignore the impulse of knowing that your powers come at a cost. But you're concerned, so you reach out anyway. And you see nothing. No spark, no feeling of his presence, just a void and an emptiness. He's gone. Guys, guys this isn't good. Stop staring into space. We have to go. Uh, you, you know that I should be able to locate people, no matter where they are, anywhere in the universe. Can you very quickly roll a D8 for me? Okay. <laughs> it's just for my notes. Uh -huh. I hate it. Seven. Thank you. Continue. All right. <laughs> I'm supposed to be able to locate anyone anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's... He's... He's gone. Okay, but Tilly, I'm sure if you located her, would we be in the gone. fucking car waiting. Do you know what that means if they're gone? Yeah, no, we know he's gone. We're, we, we're trying to no, find him. No, that means yeah. that he's dead. Is, why are you acting like this is okay? Where did he go? What happened last that you, you lost him? They know that it's not okay. They recognize in her even saying that, of course it's not okay. But why doesn't she understand that Tilly needs her right now? I mean... We're going to have time to grieve over Tibby, but, like, right now we have to look at the bigger picture. There are more important Tilly things is waiting. at hand right now. What, yeah. is, what is more important than you just now finding out that your friend, your best friend, is dead? We have to get to the car. Yeah. Something we need to go to the sawmill. Yeah. Why, why the sawmill? Symbols. Who said? Tilly. Yeah. Some, something is wrong here. You guys are acting like Tibby being dead. He's literally vanished off of the universe. And you're acting like it's fine. That no matter what, Tilly needs something that's more important. No, it, it's not that it's... We're very sad that Tibby's gone, but like... Well, then why don't you look sad? Because we're just trying to focus on the next thing we can do. And Tilly says we should go to the sawmill, so we should go. All right, yeah. Something's wrong here, and I want to talk to Tilly. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. All right, She'll I sort everything out. Push them out of the apartment <laughs> and lock the door. You make your way down the elevator and towards the car. Park directly in front of the double doors that open in front of your apartment, the rain still coming down. You see Tilly in the front seat. She waves at you, and you excitedly wave back. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, hey, I didn't know you were going to be here. I'm sorry, this place is not really that nice. I think she slides thinking... into the middle seat as the door closes. Thank you so much for letting me use your umbrella. What the fuck is no, you're so you're fine. Don't even worry about it. We are going on a field trip. Yeah, are oh, you yeah, ready? they told me we're going, we're going to the sawmill. Sawmill. Yeah. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. 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 I have never skipped school before, but I'm... Well, I have, but <laughs> I'm excited to skip it right now. You skipped sorry. three years of school. <laughs> okay, I did. I'm older and more mature. When than you were I back am. in time with your girlfriend. Oh my god, yeah, that's where you guys met and spent like a year together. Wow. So I guess you can only have one girlfriend in life, right? I mean, I mean did you break up? I don't remember you breaking up. Yeah, no, we did break up. I no, none of us remember. Oh, so that? you were in my bedroom when we were yelling at each other. I don't remember that happening, but like. Great. Tilly, I don't really fit in with this group. I don't really know them that well. No, it doesn't. I'm kind of new like here. But I like I like Mimicky Billy. And I. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't really fit in either. They argue a lot. I feel like, you know, we could we could kind of form like our own little group, like a yeah. tree, like a tree. You know, he has the brain capacity say. of a five year old, though, right? Fact. Yeah. Six. Why are you six year old? 
everyone's He's being so mean so right now people. and i just think we all need to not be mean and just be nice to each other and really I lift mean, each other super up nice and 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 probably go to the sawmill right i'm Tilly? Oh my God, probably yeah. the nicest person in the group by the way you know i hadn't mm. noticed that about you i think you're right though mallory i think that's an excellent idea like we should definitely yeah, go you should to drive, drive. Mallory, you are the so one in the drive, drive and like do your job we could be there well, well, I mean, there goes, ready. there goes the mean thing again, but you I guess I should keep I your attention the on the road. I don't think I was being mean. You I was trying to be assertive, and I don't all. like when like, I want to like men jolt the car forward and just like a, like speed toward the sawmill. Like, hey Mallory, like it's very I really urgent. don't respect you putting Tilly's life in danger like this. Can you please drive safer? No, we safer? need to get there. He did floor it though. Please <laughs> <laughs> roll your flight oh, for me. No. <laughs> Difficulty of twelve. Five. It's going to be a very short drive <laughs> as he floors it on the wet pavement and immediately slams directly into a car in front of you. Oh, a god. parked car at that. Oh my the god. Smoke starts rising from the hood. Oh my god, Tilly, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm You're so sorry. Out? I'm so sorry. I just felt like, you know, we got to get there quick and I just didn't even pay attention to the rain. Are you insane? You could have hurt Tilly. I'm okay, but thank you. Missy. There's like half a water bottle in here. Would you like some water? Do yeah. you need some? I would love some, Laura. You are so attentive. And I like sniff the water. Like eh, it's close. I like get out without even paying attention in the rain and like lift the hood up and start like looking under the hood. I want to go look under the hood doing. too and uh, cross my. <laughs> he definitely doesn't know what he's doing. It's smoking, and you can see that the back end of the other car, the bumpers cross through into your engine as your front radiator has been completely demolished and all of the fans in front of the engine have been destroyed. Huh. That right there is the, uh, that's the alternator. Mm. I want to, like, peek over and I, I assume I have a little bit of car knowledge. You do. Okay. <laughs> Got a big, big issue with the... You're, that's the problem right there, huh? You're out of gas. Mickey, you know well enough that you need to turn the car off as quickly as possible. Mel, go get your keys. The keys are in the... You ignition. left them? Okay. I want to go in there and turn it off. We should probably move away. As you go to turn the car off... It's already too late. It catches into flames. You turn it off and immediately start to back away, but you're going to have to back up rather quickly. I'm going to run. <laughs> Everyone roll your flight for me. Difficulty of six. Fuck. Eight. <laughs> Seven. Five. Two. One. I'd like to put emphasis on saving Tilly. <laughs> what did you roll? An eight. And you rolled. A two. So, M, you have one token available. Billy, you have four. Would you two like to help Dilly? Absolutely. Sure. Walk me through it. Well, I'm going to body block her. Obviously. You're not just going to move her away. Well, I'm going to move her away, but I'm going to stay between her and the car and the flames. I'm going to grab her hand and, like, interlock fingers and try to pull her away. (laughs) I guess since I rolled a one, I'm going to stand there staring at the fire. (laughs) I'll tell you what happens. As the flames erupt and Billy pulls Tilly out of the car, you push from the other side, M, putting your body between her and the flames as the blast singes the shirt of your back. Quickly you feel, though, the water cool on your back as some of this flame is burnt through. Yep, not worried. I was... Are you okay? As Mickey and Laura have backed away quickly, you reveal 
Mallory Jenkins' eyebrows burnt off. <laughs> his shirt burnt from the chest up, revealing his hairless chest. <laughs> wow, Mallory, you look incredibly silly right now. Why, yeah, uh, wow. Was you see chest- how I blocked the fire like that? Was your chest already hairless, or was that also the fire? I'm not sure, to be honest, but I'm basically a hero. No, I remember. What did you block the hairless. fire from? We're on the opposite side of the car. No, I because, you know, it's like when you like you hear a soldier like dives on a grenade. It's like I was just like, I mean, clearly. Wow. I don't know. He looks extremely sunburned, right <laughs> red. I can't, so tell what em- I can't tell what emotion you have right now. Because I would also say that his eyebrows. hairline, it's kind of burnt back two inches. <laughs> Yo, you're like dead-ass kind Merle of right now. Curls. Merle Jenkins? Yeah. Is that you? Merle. What? Hey, do you have like a hat in your glove? Oh, wait, what do I? <laughs> hey, like bud, very, stay away from my dad. I'm like very like <laughs> unbothered like by the pain of it all. And yes. I'm just like, do I, do I look funny right now? <laughs> No. Tilly, does he look funny right now? There's nothing funny about the way you look. Don't listen to them. They're just being mean to you. I immediately stop laughing. Wow. I'm so glad I came my way unscathed. That was a crazy fire. So I'm so sorry about that. No, you're fine. It's Um, okay. I I saved her. Well, I mean, I I blocked the fire, so. No, I actually have a battle scar from saving her. A what? Battle scar? You get them when you save people, Laura. Laura now realizes that Tilly's standing in the rain and quickly moves to solve that problem. Yep. Uh, her umbrella exploded, but I just used my jacket and I'm just going to hold it over. Thank you, Laura. Oh, do you want my Literally hat so your hair doesn't get wet too? You know, sometimes the air with the... That is so sweet of you, Mickey. Thank you. So, uh, how are we going to get to the sawmill? Hmm. Any ideas? You can hop on my back. I'll, I'll carry you. He can barely do ten push-ups, so yeah. I wouldn't... I don't think much. I can even do 10 push-ups. At least he's offering. The car I ran into, is it destroyed as well? Or? Yes, its bumper is inside your engine. Okay. Well, I don't have a car. My dad took it, so... I mean, we could call a taxi. There's only, like, two taxis left in Kolok after... Well, how far is the sawmill? We burned one once. Tilly, what would you like to do? How far is the sawmill? You're not totally sure this is a new town for you. You only know so much. But you can ask me. And I guess I'd have to tell you. Which you just did. Would you like to go there? I would. We begin again. Outside of the Kolok Sawmill. 9 a.m. Huh. Cool, we're here. Oh my god. That was was a fast walk. You're welcome. That was fun. I'm like drenched in the rain. (laughs) I'm so glad I got us here safe. Yeah. (laughs) That's haunting. Please don't. If you want eyebrows back, I have like a Sharpie. Oh, let's get a Sharpie. No, Tilly said I look good. Okay. Do you want him to have eyebrows? Do I want him to have eyebrows? Yeah. Do you think he doesn't look good without them? Yeah. Just like if it's easier on your eyes. Um, no, Tilly, he looks great without them. Looks good, Because right? you said he looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. I think it's a good look. It, it, I you think look it's a good so look. good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Looks so good. Yeah. You should keep them shaved. This part of my hair, I'm, it feels like hard. 
Yeah, no, don't even. It's like baby hairs. Mm. Like deep inside. Don't, it looks really good though, so don't even. Your worry head about looks it. bigger, which means you look wise. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Wow. Mm. That's really nice of you to say. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, you hear from a man kind of towering above you in the front seat of his semi truck. Now that I give you all a ride. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, th- I thought you said I could be a part of the group. Oh, uh. Can I have a shirt? Tilly, would you like me to get rid of him? Yes, thank you, Laura. No, no, wait, Tilly, I, um. Goodbye. No, Tilly, Tilly, it's, it's me, Brian. Uh, okay. Bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. Brian is completely an unimportant NPC that was not tipped by an audience <laughs> member <laughs> who had a much deeper story <laughs> as he drives away. Well, now that he's gone, thank goodness. Who's ready to go inside? Yeah, what, oh, are, what absolutely. are we looking for? After you. Oh, no, no, no. Do you want me to go first? I would love that. Thank you. Here's actually what I was thinking, mm. and you all let <clears> me know. Um, Billy. You know what I was thinking would be super fun for us to do today? What? What if we tried to uh, reconnect you to your power? My power? Doesn't that sound like it could be fun? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. I feel I, like we were just saying we didn't know what to do today. Yeah. I guess it would be yeah. fun. You right. guys, I think I'm I'm good without them, actually. I've what? been I've been thinking like lately that I don't really need my power. Mm-hmm. I kind of think you need it, though. I'm really powerful. Yeah, well, I think it would be great really if you had it. Yeah, yeah, but we were I, just I, well, saying that, like, so I mean, more that you I mean, do. maybe if Tilly thinks so, but I, you guys, I mean, your opinions don't matter to me. I barely know you. You could fix my car. Okay, no I'm offense, still standing. No offense, Mickey. So is he go- are you going or are you not going? No, you should it? do it. I think it's a great idea, and we've, we've, we've been talking. Uh, it was like Tilly's Tilly's idea. Said we've been talking about it. Tilly, do you think it's a good idea for me to get powers? I think it's a great idea, Billy. Oh, of course it's a great idea. Stop telling Tilly. 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 Oh, okay. I don't know why you'd second guess her like that. I wasn't second. No, I wasn't second. I was. I wasn't second guessing. What's you. wrong I, was, with you, I didn't know that you thought it was a good idea. I, I would have never second until you told me it was good. ever, ever. I know. I think you four should go inside and work on getting Billy's power back. And I'm going to steal you outside here with me. I would love that. I will watch. You sure you don't want to, like, steal me? No, 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 no. I've got it. I've got it. You should go help Billy. Do I have any tokens? Billy Baker has, yeah, zero tokens. (laughs) Well, I want to just start running towards the sawmill. (laughs) (laughs) I immediately chase after him. I don't want to let him beat me there. Billy, I had something for you. What? Oh, I run back. <laughs> I also, I like pivot and run back, trying to beat him back. Yeah. I have a little something so you don't forget about me while you're gone. Oh, this is for me? And I have one for each of you. Thank you. Cool. But not for Laura, right? Incredibly nice. Well, no, we're going to be out here. It'll be like oh, our, our special time out here. But I'll get the hold on this forever. Keep it to yourself. They're just for you, so you don't forget about me while I'm away. How could okay. anyone forget about you, Tilly? It's right. really thoughtful, but like, who could forget about you? Amazing. I would never forget. And we're best friends, so like you can. I'm running towards the sawmill. I had noticed that he's running. I started sprinting out. You guys should catch up. Billy uh, Baker bye. and Mallory Jenkins start running directly towards the gated sawmill. Bye. I guess I'll start. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Um, thank you. I'll be thinking of this the whole time we're in there. Mm-hmm. We'll start walking because I'm not running. Mickey Jones and M. Beth Pegg do the same. As Tilly and Laura Bennett stand just outside the sawmill in the rain. It's now died down just a little bit. 
But Laura's still using her coat to shield Tilly. And we're going to take a very short break. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for watching tonight's episode of Polak 1991. First off, I want to tell you all how unbelievably excited we were that last week you set a new record for this show. Uh, I was blown away to see your support, and no, I will not use that as positive reinforcement to keep killing off characters so you'll keep showing that kind of support. We, we were just super appreciative, and we have some big plans coming up in the future of what we're going to do with some of those extra funds, and we will keep just trying to grow the show and do really cool stuff the more that you show up to support it. Uh, and for those that might be tuning in for the first time, welcome. You can ask mods in the chat for information on how to get caught up on the show. You can join our Discord, discord.gg slash hyperrpg, to catch up on all sorts of things hyperrpg. We have a wiki for this show, and people love talking about it. So just pop into the chat, say hello, ask questions, and there will be people dying to help you. So as you now know, I am your GM for this show. Uh, my name is Zach Eubank. I am the... Uh, creative kind of supervisor here at Hyper RPG, and we all work really, really hard here to try to bring you as much awesome content as possible. And it's not just me at the chair, it's the people behind the scenes like Malika and Adam and our PA West. We're all working really hard to make this show really, really cool for you. So your support goes so, so noticed, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Coming up tomorrow, by the way, uh, I have a really special thing. We'll be back in the GM chair doing part two of our midsummer RPG using the Tin Candle system. And uh, it's really dark, it's really scary. Uh, Crank Gameplays is on it, Mika is on it, Lucas is on it, and Naeem Stewart is on it. And tomorrow we have another special guest, Jessica Lynn Parsons, who will be playing one of the sisters. So you should definitely check it out if you get a chance. Same time, same channel, you don't want to miss it. We got a crazy week this week. Uh, keep up on our social media with all things that are going on. Head over to oneshot.straylogic.com to keep giving these guys tokens keep them alive and well and out of danger. Thank you all so much for watching. Enjoy the rest of the show. begin again. 9 a.m. The Kolok Sawmill. As Billy Baker, Mallory Jenkins, Mickey Jones, and M. Beth Pegg stand just outside the gate before the entrance, they know that they're supposed to find something inside. Something to help Billy get his powers back. They've encountered this before. They also know that it's never normal nor easy. But it has to be done. For Tilly says so. Before them is a tall, chain-link fence with a padlock wrapped around it. You can only hear two saws running on the inside, almost as if they're alternating. 
a very little commotion otherwise. In the muddy parking lot just beside the gate, you see only one truck. A blue pickup truck. That's all you can see for the moment. Does anybody know how to break a padlock or, or like do the thing where you listen to it? Or we just... You mean pick a lock? Yeah. yeah. That's not the kind of lock for... No, not like you like listen to it for it to... Mm, like for it to click. And then... You've that's seen a too combination many lock. It is a padlock. That's but... different. It's different. Well, can... shit. I'm going to climb this fucking fence then. I'd start climbing the fence really fast. Billy, roll your flight for me. Difficulty of eight. While he's climbing, can I try and pick the lock before he makes it over? Four. <laughs> <laughs> you would like to pick the lock? Mm-hmm. Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of nine. Ooh. Eleven. As Billy starts climbing up the gate, all of a sudden it starts to push forward as he's kind of attached to it. This spins to the side. Yeah, Guys, you I, tried. I opened it. I wanna, sure you did. I want to close the gate with him on the other <laughs> side of it. On the other side of it? No, because I just remembered he's supposed to be with us until he wants him to be with us. He's the mission. Hmm. Never mind. Billy, stop fucking around and get down. You're being so slow. We have to huh. do this. You guys suck. Yeah, what are we doing again? You guys never, you didn't really explain Look, it to me. It was very clear. Tilly made it very clear. Okay? I wasn't there's there. Symbols and, 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 Mickey. and it's, there's a symbol. We're oh, going yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, my yeah, powers yeah, yeah. back. As someone who's done this twice already, we just have to find some metal with a symbol on it and have him touch it. And we're going to get my powers back. Yeah, you'll either talk to Phobos, I think, or Billy B will come back. Billy B will come back. That'll be cool. Or you'll mm. do something different. Yeah, something like wait, the wait, Billy wait, wait, that wait. made my car. Is wait, it, that Billy could fix my car. If, if Billy B comes back, I die. No, you. Well, well, if we're if we're following the pattern here, you'll do something different. It'll be something new and unique to you. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm. But start, either way, either Billy. I want to start running for the sawmill. The second you start running, hey, hey, kid. Do I have any tokens, Billy? <laughs> You have no tokens available. <laughs> the only person who has a single token is Tilly. Everyone else is at zero. Hello. Hey, what the? You can't be in here. Oh, Tilly told me to. Who the fuck is Tilly? We're here for you a field trip. We're on a field trip. The fuck you are. Whoa. You got to get out of here. I want to walk up with my like bare chest and be like, <laughs> this is not safe. We're supposed to be here, sir. We, we what have the a... fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> That's we have a our mission. uncle. Put your... Would you make this kid put some clothes on? I can't be seen. Do you have any clothes? We can't find any. We don't have any. Oh my gosh. Mallory, He's like stuck this way. Yelling. He takes off his Wait, headphones yelling what? and Accusing. his hard hat. I don't know. What did you say? Oh, this guy's been touching me. <laughs> Who are you yelling at? I, oh, help. 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 I've been being molested. Ew. Why would you do that to our uncle? <laughs> this man walks directly up to you, Mallory, towering over you. I'm sorry, I didn't. What? what? Did you just say I was fucking touching you? No, uh, well, you seem like you're about to, so maybe you shouldn't, because that would be bad. What if, what if we ran around them? I don't know what the hell happened to your face. I was in a bad accident. I don't care. You can't be in here. This is private property. Kids definitely cannot be in here. It's not safe. We've been given orders, sir. We did get orders. 
I don't want to hear another word out of your fucking mouth. You weird little molester kid or whatever the hell you're talking about. You keep your fucking mouth shut. Um, my dad works here, and he left his lunchbox, and I'm here to retrieve it. He's very sick. He's have, He has a cold. Mm. He can't get out of bed. While he's distracted... Excuse me, do you see any other vehicle in this lot? No, he left it a while ago. This is my sawmill. Yeah. Who's your dad? Charles. Yeah, I'm the only person that works here, you dumb piece of shit. So what are you really doing here on my property? Tilly told us to. I don't know who the fuck Tilly is. If you say her name one more goddamn time, I'm going to put my boot so far up your ass, you're going to be tasting the chitlins on the bottom of my feet. Uh, uh, Get the fuck off my property before I call the police. Hey, can he catch four of us? Guys, maybe we should reassess this. Do I see anything like... Heavy. How about you don't say that shit right in front of me? Damn it. I'm just saying maybe we should get the fuck out. Do I see anything like heavy, like a wrench or something lying around? Oh. Use your brains. Difficulty of 14. Seven. You have no tokens available. What are you looking at? Huh? What are you looking for? If you're looking for the exit, it's from the gate you opened. All right. So you said you're right. the, it was open. You said you're the only person in the sawmill, right? The only person, singular. I'm gonna go get Tilly. I'll be right back. Hello. She'll she'll explain all of this. Can you unfuck this boy's brain? Sir, we've tried. Hey, That'd be times. inappropriate. Mallory, you can, you can talk now. It's just, I have this note from Tilly, and get, he takes it from you. <laughs> this is a ten foot long table. <laughs> I'm actually really tall. I'm going to want that back. You just lost your note. Wow. What does yours say? Wow. None of your business. She told us not so, to tell. Yeah. I, so careless. I'm Tilly's favorite? Yeah. Wait. Is Wait, that, is that what it says? Is? Yours says that? No. <gasps> Wait, but mine says no, that. No, I'm Tilly's favorite. No, I just I'm, gave you my notes. No, no, no. The piece I'm of paper favorite. says I'm her and favorite. I no. quote, and I quote. And I quote. And I quote. Don't forget. You're, you're my favorite. favorite. No. This has, maybe this was a mix-up. I need to go talk to her. Maybe she gave all of you a copy of my note in case I lost no, mine. No, no, no. I think accidentally... mine was ripped from the top of a page, so mine was written first. Mine was ripped from the bottom of a page, which means I was last because I'm the best. No, mine That's was not also that from the top ever. of a page. She wanted to continue thinking about me after she continued writing these Then why words. are you still with her, but Laura is? Because she knows Laura's going to try to get to me. Why are you trying to get with everybody, Okay. That's messed up. Why can't you get with anybody? Why is no know. one Maybe trying to get with me? Stealing everyone. It's not stealing I'm if they go, don't I'm even talk consider to her. you. Well, you're each I'm, arguing with each other. Am I still feeling any effects from that? Okay, um, go ahead. You feel an intense desire to get it back, but yet, as you all are yelling at each other, the man has turned and walked towards his workbench, and he's now walking back towards you with a portable saw. Uh, I need to go. To, I'm gonna go talk to Tilly about this, and I start walking. I don't need front. to question Tilly. <laughs> You wanted to meet Tilly. She's right over there waiting for you. As he starts to hold it up. The note says I'm her fucking favorite. Is it? Is it uh, portable, portable, or is it plugged in? I'm going to go unplug it if it's plugged in. 
Roll your flight for me. Difficulty of ten. Two. Three. You have five tokens available. No. <laughs> so you're going to critically fail. I'll use, how many would it take to... How many is a critical failure? Six. A difficulty... Okay. So a I'll difference two, of then. six. Well, it's six or more. Would you like to use three? Sure. That'll keep you from critically failing, but... Mallory. Still a very heavy fail. As you go to run directly towards to unplug it... He sees you, and he leans down and picks up a rock and chucks it to the side, sidearm, as it hits you in the back and knocks you to the ground. <clears throat> the wind being knocked out of as you hit the ground and caught it slide on the mud. As he starts to whirl this saw again and start moving directly towards you. <gasps> Hand me the note! Hand me the fucking note! I'm gonna start running. I'm clutching <laughs> my note. Mallory! Uh, hey, in the dream last night, you were, like, really good. Do your karate thing! Roll your flight for me, difficulty of ten. Eight. As you start trying to run away, as he's got the saw in one hand, he grabs you by your shirt on the left, and it's just a little bit of the top of the shirt that's left as there's a hole burnt directly into the middle. As he starts to pull on you back, as he's now pulling you back, and you can hear the saw getting louder in your right... Oh, you're just holding the note further (laughs) away from him? Give me the fucking note! No! Give it to me now! I want my dead body! I'll cut that damn arm right off to get to it. Do it! You won't! (laughs) <laughs> no. First of all, roll your charm. Jesus. Difficulty of six. Hope you fail. Two. <laughs> That's for the best. Good Toki. Maybe it wasn't me who took your arm. <laughs> Not like this. Oh my god. Don't ever tell you. You're willing to get rid of your arm? For that? Because I'm her favorite. It says on my note. I'm her favorite. That was written for me. No, she gave it to me. It looks exactly like the one I have, so it was written for me. What? You were supposed to give it to me. Let's not forget where you got that note. Yeah, you gave it to me. No. Or I took it, but it's mine nonetheless. You're on my property. You brought it to me. Can I run to unplug? Roll your flight for me. Difficulty of ten. Two. Wow. (laughs) Mickey, you have zero tokens available. Oh, no. As he sees you starting to run with those wonderful new legs you've got there, he just takes the whirring saw turns on the lock and throws it directly towards you. I need you to roll for me one more time. Flight. That flight. Difficulty of six. Three. It's not a critical fail. As it hits the ground and starts to bounce, whirring, sawing, flying against the ground, shooting up gravel and rock as it bounces towards you, it nicks the inside of your leg as you feel it take out the right side of your knee as you fall to the ground, bleeding out. Ow! As the saw still runs just three feet from you. I want to grab feel... it. You're going to try to grab it. Mm-hmm. See, you're in a lot of pain. You just had a saw go through your knee. But for Tilly. I understand that. 
So you're going to have to roll your grit for me to see if you can push through that pain. Okay. Mickey Jones, difficulty of seven. Do I have any tokens? Seventeen. You say fuck your knee and you grab that saw. <laughs> oh no, okay. How far is he from me? Quite a ways with one leg. Okay, I want to just, I don't know, start crawling for him because I can't stand. You can try. I'll try. You can probably put some pressure and it can cut all the way through. Your okay. leg's not sawed off. You're just bleeding out. I'd like to try and make heavily. it there. So you start limping towards this man as he still got you grabbed by the back of your shirt. And you'd like to know how many tokens you have him? Yeah. Yeah, it's only two. So now he just grabs your other arm and starts to put it under his. He's a very large man, this man that works with wood all day long. A lot stronger than you. No, your arm is now pulled behind your back as he's holding you, starting to squeeze as you can feel the pressure as your back starts to bend. How many Let tokens? go of the note. How many tokens Never. do I have? I don't want to fucking tell you. Okay. It's 15. <laughs> what? Um, I will use, uh, I will use, I believe it's three to annoy someone and distract them completely. I'll never give you the note. Ever. It's like, hey, fucko. What? I got a note here, too. It says that I'm her favorite. No. No, it's mine. It's I'm her favorite. You're supposed to give it to me. I'm her favorite. This is what she gave to me. Okay? That note's a forgery. I actually wrote it. To make you think that it was for you, but this is the real note. And, and it was given to me, and, and she said it was for me. He throws you down into the mud and starts tracking directly <laughs> towards you. Give me the real note. Give it to me. It's for me. No, this is my note, and she gave it to me, and I would start running toward where Mickey is. Fight him. Roll your flight for me. Difficulty of eight. Two. I will uh, use six tokens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then when we get in the proximity of Mickey, I'm going to, like, toss the note on the ground in front of him and, like, try and hold him. You're going to try to hold this man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think I'm Roll doing? your brawn for me. Difficulty of 20. <laughs> oh! That's a one. <laughs> you throw the note on the ground as he immediately does lean down to pick it up. And even if you use all six of your tokens, it's still a critical, so there's no point. As you lean down, or as he leans down, you jump on his back to try to hold him. As he, with one arm, just takes you by the back of your shirt. The only thing left remaining is the front is kind of burned completely off. And your super slick, freshly burned (laughs) chest just slides right off of his back as he takes you and throws you directly towards the woodshed as your back slams into it and you fall to the ground. I need you to roll your grit for me, difficulty of ten, to see if you remain conscious. Do I have any tokens? Six. Would you like to use four tokens? Sure. You remain conscious but in quite a bit of pain as you slide down into the mud upside down as you can feel your neck hit your shoulders and your back as you fall and start struggling to try to get yourself back up. But this man is now bent down onto the ground picking up this note out of the mud. It's mine. It will oh, be mine. Sir, sir, sir. Uh, I just got word from Tilly. She wants you to walk down the road and not stop until she tells you to. I will break your neck, you little shit. She told me directly. You're going to make her mad. How close am I? He was moved directly towards you. This note was dropped down in front of you. So I was going to say that he is bent down on the ground directly in front of you. As Billy is now distracted him, whatever you do have to roll will be a plus two. 
Okay. I want to turn off the sawmill and whack the him. Saw. The saw. You just want to turn off the handheld yeah. saw. And I want to whack him on the back of the head to knock him out. Okay. That's going to be even harder than cutting him. As that would be the easiest solution is to just take his damn head off. But I'm in this situation, <laughs> I understand completely. It's just a little tougher. Um, you do have a plus two. So it's just going to be the same difficulty of ten with your fight. As he's bent down directly in front of you. Nine. Plus is that two. with the plus two? Yeah. Oh no, with eleven. With plus two. Okay. So you just start hitting him on the top of the head as he feels it at first and looks like he's going to get back up, but you just keep pounding and pounding with the back of this saw, this old metal saw, as eventually his body just can't take any more and falls down into the mud. I want to be, like, crawling back toward my note. I want to collapse because my leg's bleeding. (laughs) I'm gonna go wrap her. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to take um, my belt off oh, and create a tourniquet for her yeah. leg. I lost a lot I'll of blood. I'll use my my jacket. <sighs> oh, you're all right. Oh, uh, your nose there if you wanted it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. <sighs> Tilly said we have to go together. I like crawl back and grab my note off the ground. Jam hey, it'd be in my nice. Pocket. Be nice if Tibby were here. He'd just heal you right up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my neck. I, like, struggle back to my feet. (sighs) And as you're getting up, and you have just a brief moment of thinking, I guess we're okay. We got through that. You hear the sound of a dog. An aggressive one. Loudly barking, running towards you. Moving quickly. You have probably just a couple of seconds to react. Uh, sit! You just yell out sit as you put out your arm? Yeah. I need you to roll your brains for me, difficulty of 20, to see whether or not it latches onto your arm at full speed. Three. I think before it gets... Yeah. So it's running towards me. Well, now it is. You called for it. How many tokens do I have? Two. I'll let you know. I think before... Okay, sorry. As Billy Baker puts out his arm and yells for sit, sit, this pit bull at full speed jumps into the air, latches onto his arm, and swings him at full speed as Billy's body leaves the ground and gets slung off to the side with the pit bull still attached, their two bodies into a spin. As now comes to the ground, the dog is on top of him, ripping at his arm as you hold your arm up in front of your face. Ah, ah, I want to, like, take my note and, like, Run over him and start like kind of like putting the note near the dog. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn the saw back the on. The note does not seem to bother the dog at all. It's just a regular dog, not one of them demon dogs. It's just a regular pit bull protecting its property. I'm gonna turn the saw and back on. And its owner on. that's now on the ground unconscious. Yeah, I get it. I want to turn the saw back on. So you do, as you hear the saw <laughs> rev up, and you do what? Roll for me one more time. This is going to be your grit to see if you remain conscious. Billy Baker, difficulty of 10. 
Eight. Nine. No, eight. Bill, you have three tokens available. Mm. Okay, I'll use two. You feel yourself start to fade, but you know that you have to hold on. Keep your arm in front of your throat, because if you are to drop that arm, you're sure that's what will go next. I'm going to turn the saw off and I'm going to whack the dog. So you just swing the saw at the dog. Yeah, to get it off, to unlatch its jaw. I want to go for the head. Roll your fight for me. Difficulty of 12. Nine. You only have one token available. As you go to swing at this dog, it's latched. It doesn't seem to deter it at all. You just keep trying to hit it. But if you've ever been in that situation, you know it just makes it clamp down harder. Determined. Tilly. You hear the dog, the screams, all of this happening on the other side of the gate. But it doesn't matter. You're having a conversation with Laura. <laughs> Let's go back to the rest of the group. Mallory. You've been crawling on the ground. You picked up your note. You were starting to rise as the dog began barking. What do you do? Um, I want to... Is there like a... Does the guy, the unconscious guy from the sawmill, does he have like a jacket or something that might have his scent? That's... Yeah, he's got a jacket on. Could I like pull the jacket off and see if the dog reacts to that? Mallory pulls the jacket off of the man and starts waving it around as Billy's arm continues to be torn from its bone. Okay, um, I want to, like, grab the dog with the jacket and try to, like, grab it and, like, kind of hold it into submission. Mallory Jenkins jumps onto the back of this dog with a jacket and tries wrapping itself around. Something that frightens you, Mallory. As your arms wrap around this dog, you can feel its muscles tense. You can feel how powerful this small animal is when its full intention is set on the things that are currently in its jaws. Mm. But you wrap your arms around it and you try to pull, try to drag it off, but it's grip far too tight on that of Billy Baker. M, I would say it's your turn. What do you do? Can I use my power? I don't know if I want to. I don't know what I could do if using my power. Um, you don't have the tokens. Yeah, I'm going to run up uh, Billy, Billy, just push your... I know this sounds weird. Push your arm into its mouth. If it lets go of me, it's going to grab one of you. And that's fine. We'll deal with that. But you're about to lose your arm. Okay. Defense classes with dogs, you push, and their jaws will most likely open if you push hard enough. I wanna... Don't pull, pull away. Is it a boy dog? Let <laughs> 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 you know me... Call high or low? Low. It's a boy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I kick it right in the ding dong. Ah! Roll your fight for me. Two. This dog's been fixed. Mallory, cover it with the jacket for me. I uh, yeah, I already kind of am. Is so I like wrap it further, like its head. I'm up gonna turn the saw on. <laughs> Okay. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to kill it. Just, just like, touch it with the saw, and it'll go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll try and nick it with the saw first. I don't think that's gonna work. You're gonna nick it. 
don't know. Do I have to kill it? Are you going to make me kill a dog? Have you ever nicked flesh with a saw before? No. Mm. See, the thing about a saw is the teeth are designed to pull it through. Once it touches what it's meant to touch. I want to I wanna kill it and I want to do it swift. You, I guess you could do that too. That's fucked up. You got nicked with a saw. Did, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, like two seconds ago. <laughs> Billy, just push her arm. <laughs> Roll your fight for me. <laughs> Difficulty of eight. Five. You have zero tokens available. Can I help since I'm holding it? You only have two. I still don't know enough to succeed. Unless you would like to just do it. Sure. <laughs> Roll your fight. Difficulty of eight. Uh, 22. Mallory Jenkins stands up, grabs the saw from you, and immediately puts it into the neck of the dog as it goes directly through, and he's able to stop just before it makes contact with Billy's arm. As the dog's jaws go limp. And I just like... And it kind of falls off of your gnarled arm, Billy. You can see the bone. Shredded. The dog's body falls. We better get in the sawmill. We don't have a way to heal you, but maybe if we get you your power, you can fix it. Yeah. I would like to remind everyone, because you would know this, Billy Baker's powers shape the perception of reality. He could make it look like his arm is not bleeding out everywhere, and he might not think that he's losing all of his blood and about to die. But he would. Just like he might be able to make think people think that he's cool, but deep down he was the same Billy. Well, it looks like those problems are taken care of and we can get in there. As he says this slurring his words, the blood loss already starting to affect him and his energy. Do I, uh, can I look around for like a first aid kit? You may. Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of ten. Did the sawmill guy have a belt on? Yes. I would like to take it off tight. Above where the wound You is. take the belt off of the man who's unconscious on the ground and wrap it around Billy's arm. How? I rolled a two. You start rushing, looking around everywhere to find this first aid kit. But you can't. You know it has to be somewhere. It's a sawmill, for Christ's sake. You think it would be properly labeled. But it's becoming clear that this place is not up to code. Tilly would be so ashamed. It's been so long since you started this. Guys, what do we what do we do? We we need to find metal, metal with a symbol on it. Yeah, we gotta go find the symbol. Do you remember in the community center when I disappeared because I crawled up and I touched the beam when we were back in the forties? Uh huh. It has to look like that. I need Billy and Mickey to roll their grit difficulty of six, and from here on out until that bleeding is completely stopped up, you're gonna be doing this every couple minutes to make sure you stay conscious. Six. Ten. You're pushing through it for now. You've both tried to tourniquet your wounds the best that you can. But you are gravely injured. And if it was not for Tilly's will, you would have given up already. But you find the desire to push on, despite the pain, despite the blood loss. All right, well, me first. 
Uh, yeah, well, I, I want to help. And I just start looking around, see if I find a symbol anywhere, like on any of the saws or anything like that. While the group is looking, Tilly, you notice that the sounds of the saws and the dog have died down. They must have figured it out. Here's so funny. <laughs> Stop, Laura. <laughs> she sets Laura down onto a stump next to the road as if she has something deeply important to tell her. Laura can't help but feel excited, overjoyed, and she wonders how long it's been she's even felt this feeling. Like wipe a tear away. I just super appreciate the time that we've had. Thank you so much. I've needed this so much. I know, Laura. I know exactly what you need. Tell me, you know you're special, don't you? I mean, yeah, there was a, a woman here. Uh, she came to Mallory's house late last night. She confirmed there's something growing inside me. I don't know what it is. You might not know, but I know, Laura. Of course you do. Will you tell me? Laura, you must have known there was a reason I was so interested in you. Would you like us to work a little more closely together? Yes, more than anything. I know you've noticed I'm special, just like you. <laughs> I wouldn't say, like, me. Like, you're amazing, and I'm just like, whatever. Laura, I'm the god of evil, baby, and I'm choosing you. What? You, Laura, not them in there, running around, doing the busy work I sent them with. I'm choosing you. And I know, when you look inside yourself deep down, that you know why. Because you know what's inside of yourself, Laura. And you know I can bring it out of you. Would you be my herald? Absolutely. And I grab your hand. As you grab her hand, you feel something deep within you. Tilly reaches up her other hand and a long, sharp fingernail grows from it. As she cuts a long sliver into the palm you just gave her, she asks for your other hand and then does the same. As blood begins to pour down your wrists, she takes that long fingernail and stabs herself directly in the lip, making a small cut. As blood starts to drain down from your mouth, you take her palms, and you gently kiss them both. Upon contact with those wounds, you feel a surge of energy rush within you, flowing through your veins like a venom. As your heart rate increases, you can feel as it pushes directly through from your head to your toe. As you breathe in, the world gets smaller. And as you breathe out, you feel it expand to your breath. As if the air around you on your inhale and exhale shifts on a whim. Uh. You don't yet fully understand 
exactly what's been done or what's been given to you. But for the sake of above game, I would tell you that you can now use three tokens to move things telekinetically with your mind. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Tight, tight, tight. Sweet, I'll just write that down. <clears throat> You've now shared this part of yourself with her and made her your official Templar here on Earth. A gift. Thank you. You ready to have some fun together? Oh my god, yes. Can I ask a question, though? What? Do I need to call you Tilly still? Do you want to? I want you to- I want to call you whatever you call yourself. Call me Hera. Oh. And I just want to, like, while I- yeah, I, like, grab your hands with my hands. Hera. Okay. okay. We are going to do wonderful things together. I can't wait. We now go back into the sawmill, where Mallory Jenkins, Billy Baker, Mickey Jones, and Embeth Pegg have been searching for this symbol. The sawmill is long. As you get past the main entrance, you find many long trees cut shaved that were being set to be pushed through the main sawmill and as you go deeper into this plant it gets darker and darker the further you get in the older the facility gets the wood begins to rot and you start to see old metal encasings that held the building together over the years. You can then assume the more metal you find, the closer you must be getting. But as you keep struggling to walk deeper, both of you roll your grit for me. Difficulty of six. Twenty-nine. <laughs> One. Mickey Jones, you have six tokens available. What was the difference? Six. Woo. I'll use five. <laughs> Mickey and Billy push through the pain. The blood still dripping out from their open wounds. They have a job. They must finish this job. Billy knows that he has to push forward. He can feel it, calling out to him, calling out to him over Tilly. This wave of energy, a deep emotion that connects directly to his heart, like he's being pulled on a string. He leaves the group and just starts walking forward, his arms out down to his side, his head back. He just walks into the dark. I'll follow close behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy Baker, roll your brains for me. Three. You 
walk directly into the dark, Billy. You can sense it close. And in your mind's eye, you can see it glow. You can't really explain it. But you know it's there. The top of that next rafter. Hovering over everyone, watching, influencing. You have to get there, you have to touch it. You have to do it, not just for Tilly, but for yourself. It's yours. It's been made, left here, just for you. It calls just for you, Billy. What's going on? You, do, do you have like a... Do you know where it is? Can we yeah. see him? Billy. 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 Uh-huh. What's he talking about? Billy. 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 Who's he? Uh-huh. Why is Billy. he uh-huh? Yeah. What's going on with you, man? Where is it, Billy? He points up to a corner of the sawmill. The rest of you cannot see the symbol, but you can see the many, many spider webs that would be before these rafters. Many interlocking woven fields of white. Do I see, like, a broom or anything along those lines that would be lying around? Lots of shave tree limbs on the ground if you'd like to. Yeah, I'll pick one up and start As like, you go to pick squatting. one up and you grab it, you feel everything underneath it shuffle. Do you keep picking it up or do you let it go? I keep picking it up. So you continue picking it up and then you watch as that entire kind of large bundle of all these sticks move a full five feet to the left and you're now holding just one uh there's a lot of spiders oh, are you scared of bugs yeah I'm scared of spiders you're scared of spiders you're not scared of spiders not really here <laughs> I hand her the shaving. I'm gonna start batting you start batting at the spider webs. Oh, great! So you, oh, how else do you get a spider's attention? So you start <laughs> batting at the webs, and as you make contact with it, you kind of feel the whole room shift. You're now standing alone in the dark, guys, holding the stick. You hear the sound all around you from many different directions. The stick that you're holding guys, is now a torch, a flame. I'm going to just start swinging in the, no- the, the direction of the noise. As you start swinging, you can see all the reflections of this flame. Thousands of little reflections. Of many eyes looking back at you. Uh, Billy? Billy, are you doing this? Um, hello? No response. 
The rest of you inside this sawmill notice that M is missing. Where did she just go? And she swung at the spider webs, and then it was. I don't know. Do you I'm say just it was going to keep swinging? Do you say it's up there? Can I see where it would be? You can't. Like how high up is it? Am I the source? Yeah. It's about twenty feet high. You can't even see the spider webs before it. It's glow pulsing. You just see that. Fixated on it, Billy. Is it? Is there something I could climb, or attempt to climb, to get up there? There's the side of the building, the rafters that go up and then lead up towards the roof. Would you like to climb? Uh, yeah. It's going to be extremely hard with only one working arm. So please, Billy Baker, roll your... This feels like a flight to me. Roll your flight for me, difficulty of 14. 18. Mallory and Mickey, you watch as Billy walks over to the side, just past the bundle of sticks, to the wall, where he grabs onto this piece of metal rafter, this large beam, and just starts climbing with one arm and his legs, his other bleeding arm just hanging down to his side as he begins to climb. I want to look for... Either a flashlight or a lantern or even just a match. A flashlight, a lantern, or just a match. It's a little dark to look, but you can walk back towards the entrance. I want to do that. So you walk back towards the entrance to look for items. Upon doing so, you can see now, looking back towards that direction where you came, through that fence... Where Tilly and Laura have their hands together, interconnected, the two of them sharing an intimate moment without you. I I want to continue looking for a light source because I think if I bring Billy back with his powers, she'll have favor with me. So you do. Roll your brains for me, difficulty of eight. Four. That won't do it. But you keep looking, trying to find something to help you see in the dark. Mallory, what do you do? I guess um, I want to pick up another one of the sticks on the ground. Well, these sticks move. So when you go to pick it up, something else grabs you. It's one long spider-like arm. But from that one arm, many other arms kind of reach out. Like yank my arm back. No, that won't work. They have you already. As these six arms with human fingers, all kind of coming out of this one long spider-like leg. What the fuck? Start to pull you in to this bundle of sticks. I want to start, like, hitting at the arm. Roll your brawn for me. Difficulty of six. Uh, three. Yeah, it's probably best to save those two tokens for when you really need them. Mm. So you start to get pulled directly into this bundle of sticks, all of these arms kind of reaching out, grabbing and pulling and pulling and pulling until all of a sudden you're alone. Hello? 
a dark room. Hello? As you look around this room, Mallory, you see thousands of eyes looking back at you. They all blink simultaneously at the same time. These eyes are not the eyes of a human, of course. Just black cylinders. What do you... What do you want with me? They blink again, twice. I... I don't... We're... We have a mission. Imbeth Peg, as you swing this around, trying to make contact with any of them, you feel the ground move beneath your feet. What the... Did Billy touch the metal? Billy! This isn't funny! Roll your flight for me, difficulty of 12. That's a 7. The ground opens up beneath you Mm-mm. as you see the bottom abdomen of a spider about the size of a human body. This spider upside down in the earth. And the reason you see its abdomen is because its legs are all stretched out like a claw like a Venus flytrap that immediately goes to grab onto your body as you find yourself pulled next to this abdomen and being sucked under the ground. I'd like to shove the torch at it. So you do as you take that torch and start trying to push it directly down into that abdomen. And you do. And you push it to start through. You feel it kind of pushing through this strange hard-like flesh as it breaks through the crusty shell. And the whole fighter, the whole spider starts to erupt into a flame with you on top of it as it's falling deeper underneath the ground. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump away. You're already underground being held by its legs. You're caught in that trap. You can feel yourself sinking, the earth flowing in ever tighter and tighter around you. Its legs just getting tighter and tighter and closer and closer, hugging you, now pulling you into itself as two of its smaller legs grab the wound you yourself created and it opens itself up revealing this flamey sort of hellscape beneath as it tries with its others to push you into the wound you created roll your brawn for me difficulty of six six You put your arms out in front of you and start doing those push-ups you're so good at, as I've proven earlier, and pushing yourself up off of this spider, pulling your hands away, pushing and pushing and pursing. As you let out a yell, you find yourself on the ground of the sawmill. You can hear them moving around you in every which direction. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to... Do I have a torch again? You do not. You never had a torch. You see the stick that you were holding is now about six feet away from you. I'd like to run and grab it. You scurry across the ground trying to go for it, and then all of a sudden you watch as that stick, as you move towards it, pulls back slightly. You keep crawling towards it, and it pulls back a little bit more. Do you keep trying to reach for it? No. Um, I'm, like, almost convinced that Billy is doing this. Okay. Um, but I would know that his powers are perception. It's not actually happening. 
Okay. So I'm just going to close my eyes and try to convince myself that none of this is real. It's not happening, and I'm still in the sawmill with my friends. You are still in the sawmill with your friends. That much is definitely true. As you close your eyes, it's probably for the best because you can't see the two fangs that now bite into your shoulder. And you feel this poison into your bloodstream. It's latched on. Billy, what the fuck? Billy, you look down from the rafter you're hanging from. You've now climbed, making your way all the way towards that ceiling. And as you look down, you see this giant seven-foot-by-seven-foot spider hovering over M's body, its fangs, into her shoulder. Watch out, M. (laughs) There's a spider down there. I want to keep climbing. Billy, it's biting me! Stop this! What? Billy, you're doing this right! I got I gotta get to the symbol. Tilly said. She realizes in this moment he has to get to the symbol. He hasn't gotten there yet. Billy, fucking hurry! Alright. What do you do, Em? I'm going to try to gouge its eyes out. It's the only thing I would know how to do right now. Can I hear this happening? You can. Did I find anything, though, first? You did not. Okay, I want to... But you hear her scream. I want to get in there and help. And you run back towards her, slowly, limping, trying to find anything that you can grab along the way. Do I have my pocket knife? You do. Okay, I have that. So you grab the pocket knife and lunge directly towards this spider. Roll your fight for me, difficulty of six. Six. You leap through the air from your one leg with this knife in hand as it goes directly into the skull of this spider between its sets of eyes. As it squeals and runs backwards into the darkness again with your knife still in its head. You can see now two holes with green like plasma oozing out of them on M's shoulder. Are you okay? No, it bit me. That looks like that might be poison. Yeah, it doesn't feel very great at all. Okay, I want to look for a hose or something to, like, flush it out. Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of six. It's still dark back here. One, two. You find nothing. The poison just starts coursing through her veins. Mallory, Mm. they blink again, and the walls get tighter. They're now directly upon you. You feel like you could reach out and touch them. As you go to, they blink, and as you pull your arm back, they shift in even closer. Now from every side, you start to turn in any which direction, their eyes directly upon you. I just want to, like, with all my fingers, just, like, gouge at the eyes. As you try to reach out with your fingers and gouge them, as your fingers hit... They're solid as a rock. And then your palms on them, you can feel how solid they are. And as these walls just keep moving in, they blink again. And you start to feel yourself being squished, closing in all around you. Roll your fight for me, difficulty of eight. Dude. 
You have two tokens available. I suggest you use them I to keep it from being critical. Use them both. Tilly. It occurs to you in this moment. After you hear their screams. You kind of relish in their pain. That if they die, they will be no good towards your goal. So you sigh and just kind of close your eyes and focus on that pain. And through it, you realize that they're, well, they're fighting friends of yours. Maybe even indirectly from a distance you can help. What's wrong? How many tokens do I have? You have three. Laura, I think now might be a good time for us to intervene. And I would like to use two of my tokens. Yes, and with two tokens, you can communicate with the things that crawl in the night. The many different species who find themselves and many of the different families outside of human, outside of mammal, primitive things that you once held counsel with. They still do your bidding, do they not? So as you reach out, you can kind of feel them and their pain and how they've been touched by this symbol of Phobos corrupted by it. But they'll still bend to your will. So what would you have them do? Tilly's eyes are shut, and she's feeling everything. Oh, my babies. I know. And she calls upon them to continue as much as it pleases them to cause pain, but to not impede the group's progress. She says under her breath as she's uh, communicating to them, take a little, you deserve it, but you have to pull back. I'll make it right for you later. That's fucking dark. So the walls keep closing in around you as you feel yourself getting suffocated. Mallory and Billy, you find yourself climbing on this rafter as a giant spider now watches you directly in front of you hovering over the symbol. Hey, listen, I don't know if you can understand me, but I really have to touch that. (laughs) Tilly said. Do you know Tilly? Tilly? The spider blankly just keeps staring at you. I only got like one good arm right now. Its fangs dripping with venom. Oof. It starts to crawl towards you. As you kind of hang there from one arm. It crawls onto your body. And starts to move around you. Uh Uh-huh. Your chest. Your waist and down to your legs. Oof. You realize it's spinning you. Oh. 
Oh, we are not understanding each other. See, Tilly needs me to get up there. And I think you're trying to stop me from doing that. So I'm going to keep moving. You feel this white thread start to close your ankles together. As it starts to wrap itself up around. I want to kick to try to keep that from happening. Roll your fight for me. Difficulty of five. Three. You have four tokens available. Yeah, I'll use two. You kick this spider to the side as you kind of break your legs free and quickly kind of hop your arm over and then again and then you reach out and make contact. And upon touching it, everything else in this room just kind of stops. Till you can feel the surge this primordial energy kind of flow from that building. You know that the job has been done. You've never been able to witness this firsthand, how Phobos might transfer its energy into one of its agents, but you can sense it as it's happening. As all of this power drains directly into Billy Baker, this conduit, flowing within him. He now harnesses this power within his body. And the creatures that you hoped to help later are no more. Like a vampire, Billy has drained that energy from them upon contact. They shrivel up into husks and dissipate into nothing. You find yourself, Mallory, just kind of sitting on the floor of the sawmill. All right, everybody, I touched it. Be sure to let Tilly know how cool it looked, me climbing. Oh, my God. We couldn't even see it, Billy. What? You saw me climb with one arm, right? I didn't see anything. I was... Oh, come on. I don't know what was happening. Never saw anything. Did it work? I don't know. Do your... Try to... Try to do a thing. I'm going to climb down first. Billy starts climbing his way down. How's Em looking? She's looking pale. She can feel the poison moving through her body. Do you think you could portal us to the hospital? I don't know, because I, I can't control how long. But she also knows that she has to tell Tilly she got the job done. Maybe Tilly could get us to the hospital. Yeah, maybe T- Tilly would help us. Yeah. Well, do you have it? Uh. <clears throat> He's trying, but he doesn't feel anything just yet. Huh. He doesn't quite have the strength. I don't know if I remember how to do it. Also, my arm's been bleeding pretty bad. I think we should get out of here and get back to Tilly so we can get help. I mean, you touched it, right? We can tell her you touched it. Oh, I for sure touched it. Did you see anything? There was a spider up there, but it disappeared when I touched it. That's probably it, right? That means it's... So your power... It probably worked. So, like, you're a spider now? No. Let's go talk to Tilly. Okay. I want to run out. You run out towards Tilly. 
bleeding as you run. You can see now as they walk up towards you, Tilly, they've taken a lot of damage. Mallory is helping carry him out. Mickey can barely walk. Her knees sliced open with a saw. Billy's arm gnarled by a dog. And you just kind of breathe it all in. But you do know you're not done playing with them. And you need them for the task ahead. You could help them. Them dying doesn't really support your plans. The pain is done. And though it would be nice to keep feeding off of it for a while, you can't have them die. Would you like to help? I'll help those who are injured. For now. Tilly knows she can help but in an unconventional way. She needs a friend. So she thinks back to a time long ago. The last time she found herself on Earth in horrible situations. She had made a pact with others back then. She wonders, well, maybe she can use them now. Maybe they're still able to harness a little bit of what she left. So she places a hand on M, and it soothes her, comforts her, as Tilly takes a new form and a new shape as her body starts to shift and mold. As you now see standing before you, a nurse. A nurse, but in blood-tattered clothing and clothing that you've only seen in the picture books not too far off from the nurse outfits you saw in the 40s she introduces herself or at least of what you can now refer to her as nurse betty j gordon you are in a right state aren't you you just give me one minute and i'll fix you right up can you help us she an angel well, of course I can. That's what I'm here for. So, now making contact, bringing out this old form that she used to inhabit, she begins healing you, pulling you back together. The poison starts emitting out of your body, flowing out as if it's been reversed, and the wound begins to heal. I repeat, are you an angel? Now don't you worry your head about it. I'm just here to help you. Do me, do me. You know, our, our friend Tibby used to be able to do that. But he died. Well, I'm glad I can be here in his stead. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. And as, uh, as Tibby, as Betty is doing this every now and then, she's just going to be licking a tiny little bit of blood. So she does. And with the return... Of this form that you inhabited last time you were on Earth comes some of the memories with it. All the things she saw, the horrors of Normandy, the bombs rocking those ships, splitting people apart, how much you reveled in the pain of so many during that war. 
fix them and send them right back out to be hurt all over again. And how apt it feels that right now you're doing the same. Mm. And to continue making your way down and helping Mickey Jones as well. The group finds themselves healed as our new God sheds that skin back into the form of Tilly as that job is done. Oh, Tilly, you're back. Are you okay? Yeah, I climbed all the way to the top. I touched the symbol. It was super cool. You should have seen it. I did it basically all by myself with no help. Okay, that's not true. We no, helped. totally. We helped and we got you back over here. We did what you asked, though. I got my powers. It I got think. rough, but Good. we did I, it. I, I killed a dog. Oh. I mean, I did it for, for him to help him do the thing. Well, I'm very proud of you, Mallory. I was ready to die for you. We worked together under my leadership. Hey, one thing. Um, I noticed that all these say, don't forget you're my favorite. What does that mean? What do you think it means, Mallory? Do you mean I'm? Am I your? I'm your favorite. But, I mean, but I'm, I'm, but I'm your. Yeah, but I mean, mine's written really romantically. We all it's know like who your favorite is. Yeah, we do. <laughs> hmm. So, Billy, how are yeah. you? How are you feeling now? I feel good. My arm was hurting really bad, but I mean, hardly bothered me. How would you like to do a special task for me? Yeah, whatever you need. Yeah? Yeah. I think, perhaps, we should pay a little visit to some friends of mine. Okay. Any friend of yours is a friend of mine. Would you like to come along? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More friends is good. What yeah. should I do? Mallory, you just keep doing you. You are just doing such a wonderful job of it already, aren't you? Thank you. And I there is some truth to that statement. Because within this very broken boy, you feel a lot of pain. A lot of pain that he's caused himself, others, and the pain that he's soon to bring on for so many. I like having you around, Mallory. I like that. I like being around. Now, who's ready to have a good time? I am. Oh, I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm already no having that. a great time. Does it's that been a pretty good day. Yeah, it's been a great day. It has, hasn't it? I was just about to say that. And you know the only thing that would make it even better? Huh. If we, perhaps, were to go um, help with um, restoring that mirror for the stonemasons. Doesn't that sound like a great end to an even better day? The Sounds mirror? amazing. The mirror. You know is which that what I'm talking you want? about. Of course it is. Don't question her again. And I just stroke Laura's hair and hold the back of her neck. Are you ready? I want to. I want to fix the mirror real bad. Good. Yeah, the mirror. Yeah. Easy. Good. Let's go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lead the way. Would you like to go to the mirror? I sure would. All you have to do is ask. I would like to go to the mirror, please. Don't make her ask again. We begin again. August 27th. 4 p.m. The woods. Just southwest of the Kolok Winery. Standing before you now 
are hundreds of stonemasons in a circle around the broken ruins of metal. An only quarter-finished mirror. They had told you last time you were here they needed all of the metal to complete the job. But they're not Tilly. They don't know what Tilly knows. Surely she has a plan. She knows what to do. Billy? Yeah? Would you like a chance to impress me? Oh, yeah, for sure. Would you like a chance to prove yourself? That'd be amazing. To show us all what you can do? I mean, mainly just you. Hello, stonemasons. None of them speak. They just all keep their heads bowed towards Tilly. I want you to use those powers to restore that mirror for me. Easy. Can you do that? Totally. <laughs> Billy Baker reaches out. He reaches. And you see, Billy knows that his powers his connection to Phobos. It's connected to the multiverse. For him to shape reality, he has to be able to pull from another. So he reaches out. And to his surprise, he finds one reality that he can pull from. Only one that remains. The original. The first. His reality. Well, he, he can pull from that one. He can take what he needs to rebuild that mirror directly from that one. He can rebuild from there. So he does. And he reshaped the world you live in. This prime B. You see before you the mirror. As Billy would want to. To please Tilly. Tilly has now recreated a mirror that allows you to cross, to connect. Mickey would know this mirror well. And though she's excited to please Tilly, she knows that the mirror was what Marcus used to try to find Rachel, what led him to losing his mind. So many times she had to walk through that mirror never knowing where she might land, following her intuition from one world to the next, hunting, forever lost. Billy knows, though he's excited to please Tilly, that every time he takes from the universe, he destroys it in its wake. And only one universe now remains the one he stands in and he finds his powers now 
strangely ineffective with no reality to pull from but his own, which would cause a collapse in and of itself. And Tilly knows that she just built a mirror to nowhere except one place, the Eye of Phobos. The reflection back, what it sees, what this mirror encompasses is all that Phobos can see. Tilly was waiting for this very opportune moment to have Phobos's attention. To do what? Phobos, sweetie, I got you a little something. As she flips off the mirror, <laughs> you feel the world shake beneath you. Mickey Jones, Billy Baker, and M. Beth Pegg feel a deep, screaming pain within them as they fall to their knees, like the energy within them is trying to rip itself out of their bodies, these vessels, in anger, and they find themselves conflicted. Everything within them wants to strangle Tilly, to suck the life right out of her, but Tilly is everything. Tilly is everything, and they cannot muster the strength to do so. And there's only one thing left for Tilly to do. Laura, honey, use what I gave you. Destroy it. The mirror? Go. With pleasure. Do I have these tokens? Under the ask of Tilly, no. As Laura Bennett reaches out and pulls from the earth a giant stone that surrounds this entire camp and sends it hurling directly through the mirror as it shatters and crumbles to the ground. And that is where we will end tonight's episode of Kolok 1991. Thank you for listening to Kolok 1991. I cannot thank you enough for choosing to spend your valuable time in this chop shop Pontiac Trans Am limousine with us. Let us know you enjoy the show on social media with hashtag Kolok1991. That's K-O-L-L-O-K 1991. Until next time, passengers. <laughs>